real quick. I gotta address something real quick. La la la. I have la, la. no idea how you get sexy hair. Okay, Dustin Cole. I don't oh, have actually any clue. La, la, hey, who put yeah, the stream no on idea. their computer and forgot to turn it off? Chris is the guy you want to talk Not to me. about that. This is a sexy hair, right? Right here. Yeah, it wasn't me. Who's got the echo? echo? It was me. It's not me anymore. Good job. Good job. What's up, guys? What's up, guys, in the chat? Zach Cody, Hambone, Dustin Cole, the chipmunk. I know our little buddy Randy Ravioli isn't out there watching tonight. because something about his, his cousins are coming over to hang out, and they're way too young to be watching our show because we swear a lot and say bad words. And That's a very good point. Do bad and- things. So what's up, Randy Ravioli? You sour cream noodle eating bastard. Hope you're having a good night. Mike B. I wonder who was the first one in the chat. I see we had Carrier. Oh, no, no, no. That Never mind. That was HVAC with Greg with his little. The, the first logo. person was Hamilton. Hamilton was Hambone. the first person. First and then uh, Greg and then Mike B. We got Jesus Fish in the house tonight. Yep. You remember when we used to just call him Jesus Tilapia? And then somehow that uh, turned into Jesus fish. Turned into Jesus fish. So I. Th- Great point, William. <laughs> that. I love having this power. I'm glad they do smell like farts and not something else. Yeah. So it's better than smelling like lube. Yep. What do you think? Joe, what do you think Joe's doing right now? So that's that's the whole smelling thing. Like fingers. The elephant in the room is that Joe's not here. So where is he? Yeah, we have no idea. He hasn't messenger messaged us. Um, I mean, I think he's, he's scheduled for a date with their phone call date with his old lady. Right. But I don't know if that happened. Who knows? You know, you know, it's funny because like Joe always has something. Oh yeah. You know, I forgot about the show. It's like, how can you forget about the show? I was just talking to my wife last night because Bill is over here. Top secret. He won't let us know, but he's going through a hundred episodes of our show trying to find the highlights. And my wife last night, I was explaining the highlight highlight uh, video to her. And um, she's like, what episode are you at? And it's like, we're 20 away. 20 away from 200. I have 93 more episodes to go through. (laughs) (laughs) It got me. I started watching. um, Oh, you know what I watched? Last night I started looking and then I watched your blooper video, like the outtakes from uh, the symposium. Yeah, uh, and I was watching that just like all of our our raw footage, and I was like, "Oh, I forgot about that." And it's nice to go back and see it. I remember one specific episode, and I didn't. I don't think I pulled any clips out of this one, so I can talk about it. One specific episode. I don't know why, but Adam was drinking milk the entire time, and I'm like, I was like, for I fast forwarded through the music and intro, and then I stopped. I'm like, what is he drinking? Fucking milk? <laughs> what is he doing drinking milk? I probably had heartburn at the time. What is that? It just struck me as so well, now weird. I, like, I drink these. I have like you know that heartburn act. Um, or I didn't realize this. I used to have really bad acid reflux. Yeah. So I, when I'd eat spaghetti, I'd drink a big glass of milk. You know, and anytime and it started it to act up, it makes it worse. Yep, that's what I learned when but I went to the doctor. Feel better. Yeah, it makes it feel better. But it it just it's more acid in your stomach right. and just makes it worse. Um, What's up, Ryan? Rich. Rich is in the chat. What's oh, up, Rich? Yeah. Rich, I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. Hey, everybody out there, uh, Huseman HVAC has got a little show that he's putting on so far. It's going to be every Saturday at, uh, I believe it's 9. Yeah, Misfits, Misfits of, HVAC, of HVAC, right? Yep. Say it at the same time. It sounds that cool. Is awesome. I watched uh, the first episode with Jennifer and Ryan and uh, look forward to the. Has there been two? 
Or is there only been one? Like on yeah, that was the first one. one, right? Yeah. Okay. So there's only been one so far. So I haven't missed the second one. Yeah, I know. I know. I watched the first one. So that yeah. is cool. Yeah, Ryan's a cool guy. He likes. He does cool stuff. He does. He does. So yeah. I did a lot this week. I know Adam. Okay, so uh, some people may know that Adam was at the he was at the training conference, the HVAC Excellence thing. But what you don't know is that Adam didn't talk to Bill or myself or Joe for like an entire week. Yeah, it's like the longest we've. Had. I feel like you know when you're dating somebody and you see each other every single day. I mean, yeah, I man. honestly struggled with it emotionally, and I was getting to the like towards the end of the week. I was I would do my audio journals in our little secret chat, and I'm like. You guys, I miss us. Yep, I miss it was us. it was different. But honestly, here's the thing: this this is what the schedule looked like. All right, so by five thirty in the morning, you had to be downstairs for breakfast, and they had this big like five thirty uh, mortgage Damn. board of breakfast to put on, right? And then the classes start at six. Basically, lunch hits, and then you go all the way till five thirty six. I think the one day was actually later than six. Um, and then. You know, you end up hanging out, talking to people, blah, blah. I had some good dinners with awesome people. One night was Christopher Hughes from TEC and Don Gillis. Everyone knows him. He's a legend, yep. which actually he's going to be on the show next Friday. Boom. Don, And he's with Kim Wars now, right? Yep. Market under calendar, guys. Don yep. Gillis next week. Um, That's going to be cool. Let's see what else. I had dinner with Joe Medash. Medash? Medoshia? What? Right, measure, measure quick. quick measure quick yeah we ate, ate at a greek restaurant it was nice that's cool uh, there was a, a a contractor there yelling at joe and they got into like a verbal altercation i was just standing back laughing and it was pretty funny why was, was he it? oh at the training conference yeah why i get all these ideas and tips and i email you every day and you don't listen to me and oh. joe's like i listen and they kept going back and forth and it was like this big it was funny. Like, I listen, but your ideas are garbage, and you're stupid. <laughs> you know? Like, what do you want um, me to do about that? So then what else did we do? I went out the one night with Chris Mahali from Gentech, uh, Ed Janawa, Chris Hughes. That was fun. We went to Fremont Street. Man. And then the last night, I hung out with Ty Branneman and Craig Mignano and his, uh, his employee and partner in crime, Brandon. Yep, I got okay. to sing uh, "Happy Birthday" to Brandon at AHR because it was his birthday one day when we were in there. And Craig grabs Steve. me. And he's like, "Hey, would you mind coming and singing "Happy Birthday" to?" And I was like, "Yeah, whatever." So. Yeah. So let me tell you guys something. I have been to a lot of training in my life, a lot of classes, so many over the years, and recently, probably more so in the last two years than the previous eighteen. Right? Um, yeah, I would agree with that. But. I sat through Ty's class, and his class was called Having Fun with Fundamentals or something like that. Or Putting uh, the Fun Back in Fundamentals. The fun, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. That was the best class I've ever been in in my entire life. Did he his bring props. his little hand, his little pointer hand? Uh, no. My little hand. No, but he should have. No, but, but his props and the stuff that he has, and uh, prop isn't even the right word. They're, they're examples of how to teach certain things. And like the way that he takes a toaster apart, from the dollar store or something like he goes and buys a mm. cheap toaster so that way he can explain and calculate and 
it's he he has such a great way of explaining things so he really does like it was it was amazing he's stacking boxes he's like this is one cfm this is two cfm this is three and then he's showing like he's got two uh tupperware things one on each side of the room filled with red liquid and he's showing how you know uh, refrigeration circuit works squeezing uh, a sponge into one and then squeezing in the other going back and forth and back and forth i don't want to change the subject but what if we had Ty come on one day and we had like sort of an extended show and we're like, Ty, we're going to give you our show for like half hour and you just teach the fundamentals. I know you can't do it all in like a half hour, but just like have just so everybody can can experience T.Y. Banana Man. Yeah, I I think that's a great idea. And honestly, I told like I sat I down host the class by Ty Brannaman. I sat down with Ty after and I said, Ty, dude. I'm sorry, but like I was smiling during his class like a freaking jerk off. That's how much I was enjoying it because I was yeah. like, I've always said you look like a jerk off when you smile. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, you know, you know, when you're just like, like you're you're just enjoying what you're you're like, it was uh, it was educational. It was freaking entertaining. It was a whole nine yards. I felt a little bit like that in uh, Jim Davis's class with like some of his little antics, you know? Yeah. Except Jim wasn't running around from one side of the room to the other. No, he would literally die or break his legs right off. <laughs> Possibly. Oh, you know what? You know what other class is amazing? Speaking of which, I have an autographed book for you here, Bill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Eugene Silberstein. Yep. Um, that class was amazing. And he is hilarious. Um, and I'm. You know, I honestly didn't think he was going to give that book. I like, I knew we talked about it, but I would just like, you know, why don't you just sign a book and give it to me? That'd be cool. Like throwing it out there. I didn't think he was actually going to do it. Yeah, no, that was, uh, he's an awesome dude. His, his class was, he's funny. He's super funny. He's giving people hard times in his class. One guy get up to the, to go to the bathroom and he just stops the whole class. He's like, he's like, I got to pee. Like and <laughs> he's oh, all wait. so do I, but you don't see me walking away from oh, the wait. <laughs> It'd be funny if he accompanied the guy to the bathroom, like yeah, let everybody just hang out for a minute. He goes and takes a leak and then comes back. Yeah. yeah, let's let's see how your urine stream affects the uh, the humidity <laughs> of the room. So, yeah, we don't know where Joe is. He he just never showed up. So he might nope. be dead in a ditch. He might have a needle sticking out of his arm. We just don't know. Yeah, so. stuck in a tim horton's line somewhere waiting on some tim bits oh oh i watched a I watched a youtube video today there was a problem and there was controversy with tim horton's because apparently of course there was a tim horton's and two people pulled into the drive-through and the some for some reason the property that tim horton's is on is in a dispute with a plow company so the plow company came and dumped two bucket loads <laughs> of snow in the entrance and the exit of the drive-through when there was two people in it and so then they had to wait to shovel the snow out because the plow driver bounced and it was all in a Tim Hortons drive through. Mm. Pretty funny. Man. You know, getting back to um, Adam, he's been just traveling the world lately, it seems like. Every, I swear to God, every week, every he's other doing week, maybe. Different. Yeah, he's going somewhere new, rubbing yeah. elbows with like the, not just he like a few of the best. with the elite. The, the elite. So I know there's going to be some day where Adam's like, sorry, guys. I've outgrown you guys. Oh, you guys are beneath 110 percent. One hundred and ten percent. That's gonna come like within the next six months. Or, Adam's gonna be like, guys, I can't do the show anymore. Yeah, or he'll be offered like a job, and they're like, one stipulation, like we're gonna hire you to run Ashray or Aka or Measure Quick, full blown right to the top. 
but you can't be hanging around on those overtime guys yeah. anymore. They're a bad yeah. influence on the yeah. Honestly, I, I was kind of uh, – I was wondering, you know, if I should even uh, let people know, you know, some let of these – Let know that you're uh, on the show. Yeah, let them know I'm on the show. But I put it at the top of my freaking resume. Because <laughs> I it's people are going to find it eventually. Just Google my yeah, name. That's right? true. Yeah, like that porn you made. They'll find it eventually. <laughs> so you just got to put it out there, huh? Um, but anyways, you know what I'm doing uh, not next week, but the week after? Probably going to another class about building science or teaching one. or I'm going to the ACA conference in New Orleans. Son of a bitch. And I'm making a... This is kind of on uh, Christopher Hughes. Crazy you know, son of a bitch. Conservatory. No, we were going to... I was going to make a little educational video a fun video on my brother's house and it turned into this blown up thing we before you know it like it was gonna be me chris and dustin cole making this video and now it's me chris dustin cole ed janowak Wes davis jim bergman we got all these people at one house and we're making a cool freaking standard 310 video oh, i've i've heard the backstory of this i can't wait for this whole thing to unfold yeah this is gonna yeah. be awesome your I'm poor excited. brother is gonna move your brother's just gonna be like, "Fuck it," he's oh, gonna man. file a lawsuit against whoever it is, and then he's just gonna be like, "I'm out." Yeah. Well, he was asking me. He's like, "So kerosene in a match?" Like, boom, yeah. I'm done. He's like, "Can I use this to go after my builder?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't think you're gonna be able to do that because this is gonna be too much like publicity." So you know, <laughs> see what Christopher Hughes says. Oh, so sorry, keeping it a secret. Come on, we're we're freaking. Uh, there's no secrets here. Good job. Actually, I thought it was a secret. So when you started talking about it, I was like, it's like a truck stock bathroom. We don't keep nothing from each other. This is we we I mean it's kind of a secret. Nobody watched it. It was. I mean, it was. It was until I promoted this on my channel and we have a bunch of extra. This is like a real life thing. Anything that goes on in our life, we talk about it. So so Chris, Chris, you just you need to start having NDAs signed because like I'm bound by a lot of things and I can't talk about a lot of things because I signed NDAs. So, hey, I still haven't given away that one invention that Christopher made, which, you know, that suction cup thing. You know, what I'm talking about a little upside down suction cup hooked up to your vacuum. Oh, that mm-hmm. suction cup. I yeah, thought you were the, about the other upside down suction the cup. The HVAC sex toy that Christopher Hughes made. And if you didn't hear me. The sex toy that Christopher Hughes from TEC made <laughs> that you hook up to your vacuum. Literally, like, I think he rated it as two golf balls through a garden hose. That's how he rated it. It's amazing. That, that's just supposed I, to be a secret, too, I think, isn't it? It or was. It? Oh, yeah. It mm. feels like the real thing, he said. <laughs> but you know what? On a more serious note, like, watching Adam go through all this stuff, because, like... I've as I'm going through all these old episodes, like I'm watching, like Adam way back in his younger years when he just when, when he was fun. younger years yeah, when he was fun years, and he was happy. Like, he's the guy sitting over there drinking milk during their show, like, do, 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 do. you know. And now he's like investing in himself, like going to all these classes. Like, no, he's not working for a company that's pushing him to do this. Like, this is all himself pushing himself to do this. Like, so anybody out there watching, you have no excuse if you want to do better then fucking do better. If this fucking schmuck over here who used to drink milk on the show can do it, then you guys can do it too. That should go to like, Oh my gosh, that's listening. it. I'm going to start making videos and I'm going to be like, look at my friend Adam. Adam is, I can't say what he is, but he's very special. Mm-hmm. And he is successful and you can be successful too someday. And then we could use you as like a use case. Yeah, like before and after. Yep. 
show you on the i'll show it be like with a milk mustache it'll be like it'll start with like like, did your teachers tell you you would never amount to anything do your parents disown you do they hate you look at this guy he used to be no more now look this guy made it so can you he's not really nothing no more (laughs) well as of now i'm still nothing guys all right but i'm working my way out of it and it it's taken a lot of effort and costs a lot of money but, but I mean, so you've had this like going to end up being like you used to get out of being nothing. So you're doing good. This this, uh, this whole this whole Adam working his way up is like, what's the what's the the girl that pretended to be famous and pretended to be rich, but she wasn't. And she was in New York and she like conned people out of a bunch of money. Oh, oh yeah. Those, those, hmm. uh, I know she, the Russian accent. Yeah. Yeah. Russian accent chick. What whatever that is. Famous thing uh, that she said that was so. Cool. I don't know. But that's exactly what Adam's doing, too. Someday it's all going to topple and they're just going to realize this guy doesn't the house of cards i just yeah. show up at important events. like this guy sat through 900 hours of manual <laughs> s classes just to pull the wool over our eyes i i, I show up early to ashray meetings and sit at the table with these guys and be like hey guys mm-hmm. i'm here they're like who is this guy he's, he's like what? look at my thumb <laughs> look at this guy look at this guy with his fucking shirt on backwards <laughs> with the oh, shirt fucking guy oh. but i tell you what though like for me, it's really put in perspective, almost in a depressing way. I'm like, man, I wish I could find my like my niche in the industry. And I, I always go back to this. I always rag on this all the time. But uh, that's the one thing is I work on so many different things like hot side, cold side, all that dumb shit. And I was like, man, I wish I could just find that one thing and just hone in on it. Like what the Joe's in the chat. <laughs> Uh, we're also taking applications for the new fourth member, everybody. Yeah, yeah. it would help if you're from Canada, yeah. just so we could still like keep that. I think we need another. Role. Yeah, that would be kind of cool to have the Canadian dynamic. So we need a new Canadian, guys. If you or guys follow Canadians, or if you're oh good gosh, at doing a Canadian, guys, Adam. Accent. Adam, I just thought of it, dude. This is what would send Joe over the edge. You need to take him off as a moderator on the Facebook group. So mm. Joe can no longer be a moderator, and then and then just let everybody post in the Facebook group. Joe would go insane. Dude. Oh, he says um, he's having camera issues again. Yeah, Man, that doesn't sound like Joe. No, we should uh, get as the new moderator. Who's that? that? Fucking broom propped up in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's his name? HVAC know it all. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Be a new moderator. How would Joe feel about that? I don't know. Let's ask Joe. Joe, look at that dirty bastard. Dude, did you? I think his room shrank, bro. Oh, dude. How is the windows at his camera. head? Didn't he used to be yeah, below? That's a the good windows? point. Yeah. Are you sitting What's on a bunch on, of books, dude? This is a no call, no show in my book. Yeah. When I showed up. It was a twenty. This is McDonald's, man. You'd be written up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You see my presence in chat. Uh, Hughes no, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by this room you're in, dude. The perspective is just throwing me off here. Like, you look like an, you look like the people in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when they walk through the tiny door and then it's the big room, or they walk yeah. through the big door and it's the tiny room. Like, you look like hey, you're in a tiny room, dude. Now we could see a ceiling vent that we never saw that. Supply oh, I feel like this is, that this is a is new how... perspective. This is yeah. how Slater from Saved by the Bell takes a poop, and that's how Joe likes to. He likes to sit back <laughs> on the toilet with his camera right there. Oh man, house, bro! Like I'm really confused. This is you're not in the basement, Joe. I am. No, you're not. You're on the first Are floor. Are your basements four the feet windows, tall? Yeah, the windows don't make sense. Or you have a tri-level house, dude. Baby. It's dude. Listen, there could be an illusion. It's all dude. Touch the ceiling. Reach no. your hand up. Can you touch the ceiling? No. Are you no touching way. it? How no. could you, because if that's a corner wall of your basement, 
How is that? That's supporting your whole freaking house right there with that little thin thing in between. Oh, hold on, my Siri popped up because I said. You know what this is? Mm. This is this is because he's using an Apple camera, and they're so magical. They make magical things happen. Right. Look at his glasses. He's only got like one wonky eye this time. Where's his other wonky eye? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's like at a different angle or something. Oh, you know, I, I, you know, I was sitting back. I was trying to get this thing going. But honestly, I was just listening to you guys, and I enjoyed it. It was cool. So I was being expected. Not even oh, like so you're message. okay with us replacing like, you. You're just gonna no, listen. no. That was funny though. Keep that it up, funny. and you can enjoy uh, listening to us every week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you see my message in the chat? A few guys caught it quick, and they were laughing. The ones who caught it. But anyways, you guys were talking about uh, who thinks they're rich, but I think Chris, you've seen it. But they're not rich. Who's but, rich? I didn't hear nothing. Forget it. Forget it. I li- I missed it. I'm confused. So yeah, so, Gary McCready. Is going to be on uh, yeah. next week with us, right? Yeah, right. That one deserved to be shown. Everybody, I, just I bet you I could get Gary to come on the show. But Do it. Told me he would, but you kind of put bring him on. Yeah, I'm sure I can. Oh yeah, I'll hit the thumbs up. I Thanks, bet he's got a rider though. Wherever he goes, all of his commercials have to go too. <laughs> hey, whatever floats your boat, good for him. So right? we have to play like his 19 minute commercial segment before that. Nice. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. So, oh, Joe's here, so now he's going to direct the show. It's okay. Well, Joe, we'd like to know, uh, can you explain to everyone in our chat and our audience like, yeah, why you don't care about so them? It was so important that you didn't show up. Yeah. I, I was here. I was trying to get this thing situated. It sucks. Uh, yeah, tell the people why their time is invaluable and that <sighs> I you know, just right? don't give a crap. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I felt we, bad. We set up a time to meet prior to when we start. When you show Dude. up three minutes before you start, this is what I did happened. procrastinate. And, and but, yeah. mind you, mind you, I show up typically an hour before the show, right. and then mm-hmm. normally everybody else is supposed to filter in about a half an hour before the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So really, you're like an hour late, dude. Yeah, truth. Yeah, hey, we didn't of... have our vocal warm-ups, our pre-show nope. chats to get no, all the little things little out pitchy. of the way. I might be a little pitchy. Our yeah. feelings that we, we discuss. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What hey, what's up with that shirt, that? Joe? Did you find that shirt in a gym locker room today? <laughs> no, dude, come on. What's up with that? You just you pumping some iron or something? No, no. It's just my natural my natural runs from working on the past. That's uh. interesting. Uh cassette, like uh ceiling cassette for a mini split. Is that what he's talking about? I think yeah. so, yeah. I think I think most of them do now. Like they, they have like, a knockout. Come on, no. Yeah, they have dude. a knockout for fresh air, but I don't know about yeah. for and supply. Mitsu Mitsu has one. I forget what's called, but Mitsu I and Daikin, I think these. have them. I've really? seen it before. Yeah, I was looking that. into. Yeah, I was looking into. I forget who. I think it was Daikin. I got some shit. Look up. Uh, go to uh, what's that? Um, Mitsubishi website. My. They should I have, have it no there. idea, dude. What's the Mitsubishi what? website? Got me. Couldn't tell you. Hold on. My link, my link drive, or something like that. My link. Yeah. Okay. And they'll show like they show oh. all their shit there. You guys never heard of that? No. Oh my no. god. I was I always thought they only had knockouts for fresh air. I no, they have them for both fresh air and uh supply. No, I maybe once. I think once I, in a bank I saw one and kind of messed around with it. Yeah. But it's cool. So if you have like a small area, like um mm-hmm. a washroom or like a powder room. Hmm. Doc Comfort says the four-way cassettes can allow you to duct off of it. Nice. Can you add a cassette to a pre-existing like system, and then uh, almost like supplemental heat or uh, cooling? Uh, you mean like trying to blow no. it into a duct that's already existing? 
Like, let's say you have a really, really long run. System wasn't designed properly, and you have this whole side of the building that just getting, isn't getting enough cooling. Could you slap uh-huh. a, a cassette like in that ductwork oh. that goes to it and supplement oh. it a little bit? No, no. Oh. Um, speaking of mini split, <laughs> but I guess it's not really a mini split. I got my heat pump going today, guys. Oh, yeah. You got through the first time that you screw it up. Huh? True heat in the bedroom. This is the first time in a long time. Hold that note there, Adam. Look at this amazing uh, comment because I heard you guys what you guys were saying. Well, that's the and point. We you wouldn't win. moderate it, and that's what yeah. would drive Joe nuts. You drive you guys mm. nuts too. It will go down over. It will hey. be done. No, I, oh, I will not. give Joe credit. I will give Joe credit. Joe handles the Facebook group. and But also, Facebook gives us a lot of warnings about some of Joe's antics. Yeah, actually, Joe is the only person that has gotten a, a strike as a moderator. Yeah, like, we actually put our channel. I haven't. Dude, it's uh, run by fucking softies. They, uh, what? They send us messages and be like, one of your moderators approved this. Yeah. And they're like, one of your moderators is a racist. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> oh, I know who that is. <laughs> I'm not racist. Oh, I know mind. who it is. You know what I've been doing? I've actually been declining people joining the group. Oh, so who's the racist? Yeah. You know, um, let me tell one, you one. Yeah, if their if their name looks like a bunch of ramen noodles, you're not coming in. And uh, two, like if you're if you got 939 other groups, nope, not coming. I mean, in. it makes sense. Here's the thing: okay, we should make, make it so like we, no. we don't we 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 should make it so you don't add people unless they agree to answer the, the terms questions. of the group. Yeah, yeah. answer the questions. That's it. If you don't answer it, you don't come in. Period. Yeah. Right. Okay. Back to you, Adam. Sorry, cutting you off. So you got your uh, system running? Yeah, you know what it was? Why I was going into an error when I was trying to commission it? Yeah, you were telling. Yeah, go. I would love to hear. What was it? The, there was a issue with the outdoor EEV. So it was. You were saying that though, I think, right? But the uh, it wasn't the plug on the board wasn't seated right, but it's not easy to find because there's like a uh, board on top of a board. Oh, yeah, like mm. dig in there, baby. To but get I know it. when you came to us for some consulting, I think one of us said check the connections and the resistance just to check the resistance on them but i didn't you know, check well, well did that, i was going to i was going to try to find the plug to check the resistance dude if you saw i should i didn't you take a picture of it but yeah. it's legit a board on top of a board so how do you and all the plugs go into the back yeah oh, really? what, is like it just a quality control issue uh yeah 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 hmm. oh and so i thought it was initially when i before I left, the EEV was like spun and it sits into like a dimple and it kind of locks into place and it was off and I spun it back. And I'm like, oh, this is going to do it. Didn't do it. So not only was it spun, it was unplugged. Hey, guys, you guys remember Adam's vacuum micron gauges spun his EEV spun hmm. my vacuum gauge spun the yeah, micro gauge. You remember you're complaining about your your apprentices killing the. Uh... Oh, that was a long time ago. Oh, hey, 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 that was like right when the the Bluevac Professional Plus came out. Now, mm-hmm. none of you guys have read Craig Migliaccio's book, right? No, no, not Ten yet. Pros. Motherfucker. <laughs> Why? Hmm? Why? No, sorry, my shit froze. Um, <laughs> no, I just like would his book cover stuff like this uh he or... talks about eevs and that yeah yeah so like if you read his book would you kind of at least be able to stumble your way through this whole 
I don't know if he talks in his book about how to test EEDs, but I did see Daikin had a class or a class and a, I don't know, I wouldn't call it a class, the second one, but they had something and they showed like their tools and then they showed how to test EEDs. So I took a picture of it to see what the resistance readings in on Daikin EEDs were. Did you see too that um, two things? Uh, Roman is it Roman Baugh? Is his ba? name? I don't What's know. What's his last ba, name? Ba. I think ba. I don't know. I don't Anyways, know. Roman, um, who uh, he's starting to post a lot of training videos too on his yep. social media platforms, and I thought that was pretty cool because he's given a lot of like in depth um, inverter training and circuit board testing, and so it's pretty cool. Who's yeah. that? Who's who's Roman Bach? Roman works for Daikin. Oh, yeah. I don't know his last name though, but. Gotcha. Hmm. Dude. Um, did you see too? Uh, Jenry Garcia posted something, and I didn't know this. So, on apparently on the train, and I'm assuming probably on the high end American standards too, on the TAM air handlers, they actually um, have the ability to, if I understood it correctly, or not on the air handler, but on the unit itself, you could input your actual load calculation. And it bases its, it tries to base its delivered capacity off of your load calculation. That's pretty cool. If I understood oh, that correctly, that kind of blew my that. mind. So within its parameters, obviously, if my quick reading, maybe someone in the chat can correct me if I'm wrong, but my quick reading said, as long as you have it sized right and everything's good, if you input that number, then it's going to try to regulate you imagine, around that. That's you cool. imagine having like a uh, evaporator condensing unit that's almost like a universal. You slap it in a box <laughs> and the dimensions and the R value of the insulation, like basically a load calculation for a walk-in cooler, and it it uh you know adjust it's it's totally box. coming when i was at ahr one of the mini split manufacturers gree had a booth and at their booth they had a modulating refrigeration unit that looked like a mini split and they had a standard walk-in evaporator and they were saying that they're building units now that are inverter driven walk-in equipment so yeah, and copeland's nuts. done it for years too but copeland's is a little more complicated but you can put like a um variable frequency drive on a Copeland compressor and, and change its capacity based off of See, different parameters. This is why I want to stop doing all the hot side dumb shit that I'm doing right now and just like find a company that's doing mm -hmm. some of the new age uh, refrigeration stuff. Like some of this cool stuff you're talking about, Chris, I would love to be on the, on the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The receiving end, the receiving guys, end of it. We got commercial uh, pa uh, Pat in here, guys. You guys are saying this hot, Hot stuff, shit stuff. Pat Finley, yeah, oh, yeah. he on. knows he knows the depressing side of this. Me and him had a short, <laughs> brief conversation through uh, Facebook about this. We I had mean, we had a, a talk about cheese melters and such. It's, I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong, like it's great because I have such a variety. I rarely ever get bored. I do get bored, but the thing that bothers me is like, uh, you know, these guys like Mr. Brett Pretzel, like he can just quote stuff, like, oh, and then the the weight of co2 at this given pressure is blah 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 blah, and his eyes will roll back in his head and i'll tell you a bunch of shit <laughs> and like i can't really do that because i don't work with one single thing like he's yeah yeah you know what i mean he's yeah. not human he's not human and you know Ty's what over here mocking me right now i uh i called brett after i freaking bombed when i gave that little talk in front of bergman and and ed janowak uh -huh. and a few other people i was like i wasn't prepared for it which I learned my lesson. I'm never going to do that again. And it sucked. It was no good. Um, but anyways, I called Brett because I know he like, you know, he trains and he talks in front of people all the time. So I'm like, hey, I told him what happened. I'm like, did I, that ever happen to you where you weren't 
prepared and you weren't a hundred percent on the topic you were going to talk about? He's like, no. <laughs> Way to be supportive. I hate. No. I know. I've always known everything since uh, since I can remember. I've just always known it. I've never had to learn it. It just appears in my head. Advice after getting that's fired. What that's do we a, think? That's, that's I I don't understand the question. Are you? Am I reading that as if someone asked you and you didn't know how to answer the that's question? When they that's what I'm so, did you fire them? Who got fired? I guess I mean was it like is there a cool story to why they got fired? Like did they take their <laughs> pants off and jump Are you off the, the reason roof? They got fired. Like. That's it. Were, that's, you, yeah. were you doing something with the person that got fired and they yeah, only got fired and you didn't? That's a good mm. question. But seriously, guys, if someone came up to you, like a fellow person in the trade and, and said any trade, I said, you know. You the know, first just, thing I would say is if yeah. someone came up to me and wanted to know, like, why did they think they got fired? Right. Yeah. Is I'm going to say, look at yourself first. Mm-hmm. Look back at yourself and truly think about it. What could you have done to have caused what happened here? Bang. Now, when someone gets fired, let's be honest, a good majority of the time it's it's on both sides. But one person finally lost their shit and <laughs> pushed it to the edge. But um, I, I always say to reflect on yourself first. Look at yourself. Analyze that. Figure out if there's a way you could stop pooping in roof drains. I mean, no, I that's don't. what cinder blocks are for. So you can go back and clean it up later. <laughs> no I, that's perfect advice chris honestly yeah. you have to look at yourself for sure and i say don't burn your bridges most of the time maybe asking for advice maybe they might give it to you if yeah. your advice is some feedback like yeah, a, a post feedback. of course depending on the situation you're fired right. in but i really really like exit interviews and yeah that's what i was thinking of um we have had good feedback on our exit interviews oh wait people. is that like people that you fired or people that quit it's it, it some of them were we said that it's time for you to leave. Some of them they left on their own terms, but we always ask, the way, well, how do you would go you fill this out on the on your way out the door? Yeah, like yeah. let's talk about why you suck so bad. Well, because like like for instance, a couple years back, I had a gentleman that was uh, an apprentice with me, and it didn't work out. He rode with me for about three months, and it just kept getting worse and worse. And what I'm saying is, is the things that he was knowledgeable in, you realize further and further, like he's actually not. So, and it wasn't like anything that was a surprise. Every time there was something that he was knowledgeable in, I would just say, Hey, like, you know, you said you were experienced in this, but yet, you know, you can't figure this out. So I was like, I need to know, you know, what other weaknesses do you have? You know, and it just kind of kept going and kept going. And then what had happened was I had these talks with him enough, like I kept saying, dude, like what's going on here? Like that was a pretty simple thing to fix, but you said you were experienced, you know? And then he just kind of looked at me and we were driving back to the shop. It was the end of the day. And he goes, you know, man, he goes, I just, you know, I don't think I'm qualified for this position. And I said, okay, like, I mean, I get it. You know, I said, I want to work with you, but I said, I'm a little frustrated that you know, you said you knew how to do all this stuff and you didn't. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, he goes, it's probably best if I just leave. And it was a very good exit. And he filled out an exit interview and it, there was a lot of great information. So I like exit interviews. But the point I'm trying to make is, is even though, you know, he left, but I was going to let him go also. Like, so it was kind of a mutual thing. It was on good terms, you know, and people that I've had to let go to, like they knew it was coming. So it wasn't like it was a drop down fight or anything. It was just, you know, so yeah, I, I like the, the exit company interview. And had a exit interview. My uh, previous last company, I guess you'd call it. Oh. But, yeah. I was okay with it. It wasn't terrible. I mean, yeah, here's here's what I thought. Here's what you can, could improve on. And But I'll tell you right now, if I could drop what I'm doing right now, 
get paid exactly what I get paid now and go do something specific like a, a chiller tech or whatever, that would be super cool. I was talking to, uh, what's his name, John, and uh, he works for a company that I used to work for as well. And uh, he's like, man, we got an opening for a chiller tech. They'll train you, come aboard. And I'm like, ah, dude, like that would be super cool Yeah, to just start specializing like chillers or something. You know, I'd be the next Holden Hamburger. Awesome. I, I'd say, too, about the whole exit interview thing, another thing to understand, and again, I'm not perfect. I've got huge flaws, <laughs> but I also make it known to all my employees, and I encourage them. If you have something, feedback about me, mm-hmm. I'm willing to hear it. I said, as long as it's brought at the right time. It can't be brought in the heat of passion when someone's pissed off at me, then yeah. they start bringing up mm-hmm. all the gripes. That's not the right time. But in the morning when we need to have your apprentice come on the show. What's that? We were going to have your apprentice come on the show. Yeah, you guys had that idea. Yeah, that is still a good idea. If uh, (laughs) if any of uh, Chris's employees watch this show, uh, send us an email to hvcovertime at gmail.com. What they're going to do is they're going to have you guys on the show and they're not going to let me come in. And (laughs) no, it's fine. I I don't know that any of my employees would actually want to come on, but I wouldn't mind. So, yeah. Hey, what's up, Clive? It's okay. You You guys are really. You guys are right, though. Um, mistakes are made as long as you have a good attitude and you learn from them, and you get a better job. Yep. I got a question. So when it comes to supply houses, like what – I want to hear what your guys' gripes about supply houses are. Like what do you hate about supply houses, Joe? Well, it brings back to the question was just asked about uh, getting fired. Uh-huh. If all fails, there's like supply houses. But oh, you can fall back on a supply house. If, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Just a lack of education. They just want to work the eight to four job, whatever it is, nine to five, eight to four, six to whatever it is. And just that's it. So you're want... upset with uh, employees at the supply house that don't take ownership of their job and don't, Pretty much. Most don't of... think before they just say this will work. Not all. But most, yes. I, I I kind of agree that there's yeah. a good majority of supply house people that are just punching a clock and they right. really don't want to be there. I right. don't like when somebody working at a supply house gives out advice on something they are not qualified to give advice on. And yeah. the people asking the advice aren't qualified to do the work, but they're, they're not. Yeah, like neither one of them are qualified to talk or whatever. And like you're giving this guy that is looking for knowledge bad information. Yeah. Don't do that. You know, it's not cool. What about you, Bill? What don't you like about supply houses? Mm. Well, the thing that I don't really like about them is they don't have a lot of tools, but that's I know that's not what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> no, no, I mean, no. That's that's, that, that's 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 part of it. Honestly, whenever yeah. I want a tool, I always have to go online to buy it because they don't have any of these tools. None of the guys at the supply houses are like they know about the latest, greatest tool of the industry like they don't know anything about the new age nope. stuff mostly at all they, there might be one guy within five supply houses that knows like this is the latest uh piece of equipment or whatever um but like beyond that i don't know i would say about half the supply houses around here never call me back they're usually dicks mm, mm, good one i my my thing that i don't like about supply houses there's there's gripes there's good things too but what i don't like about supply houses is very similar to what bill said i don't like the fact that they don't have what i want they have what they want to sell me Mm. and that's a frustration of supply houses to me like and they don't listen to you and be like hey i want to buy this 
but you're not selling this. And like, mm-hmm. well, nobody else wants to buy it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure other people want to buy it too. They're just not asking you for right. it. So right. in my area, a good majority of the time, supply houses are their their inventory is basically based off of their manufacturer's reps and what they sell. Right. So, you know, if you get a manufacturer's rep that reps a lot of lines of products, right? You might have, and if you guys don't know, this is a person that their job is to interact with the supply house and try to convince the supply house, hey, bring on this new product. So they go around and do sales calls all day long and sell. They're like buying products in groups. Yes. For manufacturers. It's not just like one off products. It's like, this is what we rep. So this is what you buy. Yeah. So in in okay so Mike B that's a great thing. So getting refrigeration technologies products in supply houses is damn near murdering someone because right. so- New Calgon has massive control of of the products that are being sold in the supply houses that theirs are in and they don't want any of their competitors products in those places so i just had this conversation with uh john pastorello from refrigeration technology nice picture you guys took was Uh, that his son or yeah it's his son um so yeah we were just talking about that and i was telling him i'm still on i'm still going into supply houses telling him i want to buy refrigeration technologies (laughs) hoping they're gonna and he's like we have a name for that we call that Operation Deep Throat. <laughs> okay. That's when, uh, that's when companies go to supply house and say, this is what we want. You need to start carrying this. And yeah. uh, more and what? more people do that. And yeah. there's a possibility they're going to start carrying it. And this is kind of what we talked about a little bit before. But these, these manufactured rep relationships that these supply houses have, I feel like they're hurting the supply house industry. And they're pushing everybody online. Because what did we all do? When for me, when I couldn't find the field piece S man gauges when they first came out 15 years ago or whatever it was, because I saw Jim Bergman using them right on the Internet, I couldn't find them at my supply houses. So I went to True Tech Tools and that's where I started using True Tech Tools because they had what I wanted. And then they became convenient and they started carrying more and more stuff and they became the place that I go for any tools now. Same thing. We're being pushed online because with the the low overhead that online supply houses have they have the ability to stock more products so part of the thing when it comes to tools one of the things that i have an issue with is the manufacturers of the tools oftentimes the manufacturers of the tools have purchase minimums so let's say you want to bring an s-man into a supply house that doesn't have an s-man that supply house has to buy let's just say six of them like they have a minimum purchase so then they don't want to bring that crap in so it's it's a little bit of the reps and it's a little bit of the manufacturers having these and then, and also i would imagine too like let's say they do buy six s mans and they're maybe in an area where all the technicians are like old school yeah. fucking manifold and using they're not guys gonna be able to clean them out yeah they're, they're just gonna sit on the shelf and gather dust you know i've i've heard of some tool manufacturers actually having buyback programs that'll go back and buy stuff that's that's like antiquated behind supply house shelves. Mm. I don't know which ones actually do that, but I I know that the supply houses are kind of up against a wall too, but it just sucks because we can't get the products that we want. Right. So then we're forced to go online and start buying from an online uh, retailer, which honestly, here's the thing. Let's be honest. It's nice when you're in the, in a supply house and you want to buy something right then and there. And, mm-hmm. and probably most it and guys like would be, it. It, probably most people would be willing to pay a couple extra bucks to the supply house for the convenience of having it in front of you, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. But that being said, honestly, 
if I, I don't even look anywhere else anymore besides True Tech Tools because they have what I need and they ship it out and they have free shipping, right? Mm. Like you make you place an order over. That's when I, I get most of my refrigeration technologies and everything. I buy like a box of it at, at a time yeah. uh, just because it's convenient. And their customer support is second to none. You know what I mean? Nobody will beat them out. If you have an issue, no questions asked. They'll take care of it. Yeah. So you see what Dustin Cole, he says, according to his supplier, no one liked the bags of chemicals. I'm assuming he's talking about the venom packs. I knew oh, you were eyeballing that one. May take more <laughs> educating by the salesman. And and I understand the bags of chemicals were different for me too. And at first I was like, these things are going to break on my floor. They, they do pretty well actually, because I keep them in a little shelf. But here's the thing, guys, this is what I don't understand. When you buy refrigeration technologies, a Viper Venom Pack, okay, let's just say you're, they, they don't cost this much, but let's just say you're paying $60 a bag, okay? So $60 a bag for a Venom Pack. For Depending on which one it is, you get eight gallons of coil cleaner out of that. Just because you bought a bag that's concentrate doesn't mean that you can't sell it as eight bottles of coil cleaner because you are making eight batches of coil cleaner. So why wouldn't you buy that and make more money? You guys get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Why wouldn't um, you do that? Why wouldn't you stretch that bag out for right. six gallons, make more money off of it because it's something that you did the research on. You have to know how to mix it right. So that's when you have to buy the, the coil gun so you get it mixed right, but you get eight gallons of coil cleaner out of it. Right. So yes, that's, they a, do. that's yes, a good they do. point. Right there. What Ty just said. Uh, what do you say? Tools is people of the trade for the trade and fun trade education. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. And we have a, a episode coming sometime in the future. You recorded an episode with Bill Spone, did you not, Adam? Yep. Podcast, and I'm going to be doing a podcast episode with Bill Spone here in about a month, three weeks, something like that, too. So that'll be cool when those pop out. Um, I got. I should find a link for his podcast. I know the the. I'm trying to think of the last tool I bought. I think it was a new meter, or maybe it was my uh, my Smurf boner hoses. I can't remember now. Um, but yeah, I I just went to True Tech Tools because even though I want to be able to walk into any place, kind of like when I'm shopping for shoes, like I can't go to any place and buy shoes. I would like to, where I can go and try things out. I would like to go to a place where I can hold all these meters and look at them, like yeah. kind of play with the clamps and everything, but I can't. So I've honestly just given up on that romantic idea. There's a few places that have like meters. They'll have a small selection of meters, but it's just, you know, it's not even worth like, it's not worth putting the effort to go there specifically to buy something because they're just going to let you down. So, um, ACS says came to an old walk-in fridge, did not know the insulation material looked like cork. Is that okay? So I'm assuming the you're cork. talking about the line set. And if the line set had cork tape on it, Ooh. cork tape barely has any insulating value. So yeah. I mean you you're you'd be better off putting real insulation on there. You drop <laughs> your compressor super heat, you'd increase the life. So in cork tape basically. I will only use cork tape for about one, maybe two specific situations. And that is it. Other than that, burn the crap and throw it in the trash. So mm -hmm. I know um, nothing worse than trying to take off a sensing bulb in a walk-in freezer. That's kind of working. So the cork tape is still rock hard. Oh. And you're trying to cut it with a razor blade and then you slip and cut your damn arm because uh, just, I hate cork yeah. tape. It's just, but they used to use that show and everything in the day. Like they, didn't they like line, like, um, that's a good like point. Evaporator. Nothing ever good came out of Ohio. 
<laughs> they used to use that a little bit for everything. I, I know it's on an older equipment. I've seen a few stupid <laughs> spots. But anyways. Whenever I'm working with somebody and they, I'm like, hey, we need some foam tape. And they come out and they bring back cork tape. Man. Yeah. I just Will Smith smack him right in the face. I mean, you get that <laughs> shit right out of here. All right. I like cork tape. Dave, Keep my wife's Dave name out of your fucking mouth, too. That's Alan. I like the great stuff. G. Dave's, Dave's a good friend. Um, him and I talk every once in a while, but that makes me laugh because I've told my guys to just I will get fire the you tape out of your damn vans. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> What's I mean, you, go ahead. And, and I, I remember one time I came up to a drain line that in a walk in freezer that had ruptured. And some dodo head must have taken seven boxes of cork tape and he wrapped like a 30 foot drain line with cork tape. The whole oh thing. my God. And it had like a rupture. And I told the customer, ugly? you need a whole new fucking drain. Like, I'm not <laughs> right. Yeah. Cut it off with the saw, throw it all away yep. and all new copper and what proper insulation. Like, oh, like garbage. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I got to meet and shake Herman Lloyd's hand. Although awesome. I only saw him twice at the conference. Mind you, there's a thousand people there, but like I was hoping to get a chance to have a conversation with him and talk to him for a few yeah. minutes. Which... He's like the Apollo Creed of HVAC. Apollo Creed. Yeah, you know what he said? You know, <laughs> I the first thing he said to me, he's like, "Man, you're bigger in real life than I thought." <laughs> you know what I would say? I, to... You might think I'm a. Huh. I'd be like, "Man, you you do look like you have mannequin legs." Um, friendly neighborhood maintenance guy said he just did his first piston to TXV conversion with MO99. I've never done that. Can he buy a TXV with MO99 inside the bulb? No, but Hmm. the TXV gases do not necessarily match the gas of which they're operating. So it's not always R22 and an R22 powerhead. They're just for MO99, you're going to use an R22 powerhead. But if you have a small enough manifold gauge, you can just pull a vacuum on the sensing bulb of that TXV and put MO99 in there if you want. Yeah, no. Truth. Good question. Don't though. don't do it. But yeah, you just use a standard R22 don't powerhead, which is going to be a dare you to do it. Did you do did, it? Did you take a picture friendly? Did you take a picture? I want to see. What is what is the the nomenclature on a R22 air conditioning powerhead? I know. I'm surprised you don't know that offhand. VC is is uh, Victor Charlie is medium temp. Okay. Cool. Victor Zebra is low temp. What is? Are we trying to remember the model number of a? R22 TXV is yeah, what he's doing? Yeah, I remember he seeing... How long is that cord to his headphones? Holy crap. I know. Uh, remember hey. when Chris first started, he used to build his own... Uh, no kidding, right? Like, he could get in his car and drive down the road with those things still attached. <laughs> yeah, walk to the bathroom with that thing on. No kidding, right? It's NG. Nancy oh, George the is the nomenclature, so it's just going to have a Nancy George powerhead in it. Oh. And that'll be air conditioning R22 or MO99. Cool, friend. <sighs> Joe, you need to slow your finger down. Yeah, yeah. I know. Listen, 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 well, listen. You listen, put a man. comment up, but then it makes it disappear. Listen, 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 listen. It did slip a couple times. I was trying to get and I'm, I'm not used I know, to it. but you're like, even if even if you put it on the screen. Yeah. Here's what Joe does. Bam! Yeah, right. I love exactly. it. Let's go back to this one. What's this guy say? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, no. I put it on the screen. It stays. But if I don't keep it long, it's because it was a mistake. It's just like he's. Well, just we, play it off. Me and I Joe, honestly, we're just I did play it off. I thought I did. Like this is what I want you to do. You know how to like you know the whole one Mississippi, two Mississippi, yes. three. How many? Right. How many? How what do you guys think? What's a good Mississippi? At least three four yeah. Mississippis, dude. I mean, there you go. Mississippi, two. So well, and fast? I want you to just, but we need to be able to like verify that you're actually so it needs to be one Mississippi, 
two. So just while we're all talking, you're Hold down your there. Up. One Mississippi. <laughs> Mississippi. You're going to have people. I think it should be five Mississippi. It needs good. to be five Mississippis and he needs to make eye contact with but each one of Canada, us so he, before no he makes it go away Canada. just to make sure we're not giving him the don't so do it, Joe. Like don't do it. One millimeter, two millimeter, three millimeter. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have Mississippi. Yeah, there's no Mississippi. Well, that's true. There. And I put that Joe, up. Joe, do you know why? Do you know why we use Mississippi? The Mississippi River? No, I mean, Wait. the whole concept is is because it's a it's a gauge of, of time. Oh, so, it takes you one second to say. So Joe, yeah. here's uh, for extra credit points, Joe. Can you spell Mississippi? Yes. Oh, M-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Wow. Oh, see, that you memorized that because that's the only way I can spell it, too, is by saying that phrase. I think you Halloween. So Ding. during uh, during <laughs> on the last day of AHR, I was invited to oh, um, be part of a panel discussion with a bunch of other social media influencers. And uh, it was actually really cool. Um, they just released the footage because they filmed it. And so I got to watch it and because I don't remember half the crap I do. So I like watched the footage and there was a really interesting conversation. So it was like 10 of us social media creators and people from the audience were asking us questions and we were kind of talking between each other, too. Someone in the audience asked a question about how manufacturers can be better with social media and different things. And several of the people, I'm not going to take credit for these things that were brought up. I, I had a discussion about a little bit. Several of the people brought up the fact that manufacturers don't understand social media. Right. And I think it might have been Ben Poole, who from HVAC Tactical, I think he was the one that said this, was unfortunately, a lot of the manufacturers assign their social media people that that handle their social media interactions and it's the marketing people doing that right and he would ben and i'm pretty sure it was ben forgive me if it wasn't but the person that said this was saying like if the manufacturers actually had a technical person from their staff like an engineer or something like that actually interacting on social media that would make things a lot better to where they could actually interact within groups and go in there and give valuable information to people and answer questions yeah. And I thought that was a really cool point it's, that they made about it's that. It's funny because I just had this conversation. I'm not going to name names, but in Vegas, I just had this conversation with somebody. I'm like, he, he was asking like why they don't get views on their content. I'm like, and he was showing me the content. And I said, this looks like a PowerPoint class on YouTube. Like nobody wants to watch a PowerPoint class on YouTube. Like you need to yeah. make it real. Yeah. Like yeah. get down and dirty. You know what I mean? Put your hands in it. Like make it like, you know, it's the it's the real well, it, videos that get viewed. Something borders, that I, sorry, go ahead, Bill. As I say, real quick, it borders on that same concept of a lot of these, um, you know, these tech books that are written are written like in engineering speak. They're written for engineers. Like some of these videos you guys are talking about and training programs they have, they're like they're written for corporate guys or engineer guys or guys within the company. Yeah, Joe, I'm not hearing. You're supposed to count Dude. out loud. I was just gonna say, One, you guys had had me counting in my Two. head. I'm like, am I doing this as long? Like, <laughs> it's killing me here. So, oh my god. Oh, sorry. Well, See, I, yeah, I turned it off. So, yeah. um, something that I brought up in the conversation that we and it was a great thing. If you guys, if you guys are interested, go to HR Expo, and if you go to the the if you just navigate through their website, it's kind of a couple different steps you have to go through, but you'll find like a social media. I think it was like social media interview at AHR 2023 and um, watch it. It's really, it's a really good watch. But one thing that I brought up 
was manufacturers are out of touch. That's that's what I did tell the audience was, was like, unfortunately, because there was a lot of manufacturers. And I said, I'm not singling out one of you. I'm singling out all of you. I said, you guys are out of touch with the industry. You don't know what's going on. And I said, why is it that some dumb dumb like me just puts himself on the internet, gets people asking me, hey, how do I work on this Kyrak region? How do I, have you ever ran into this problem? Have you ever ran into this problem? Like they're asking me instead of going to the manufacturer, but I know yeah. the answer. It's because they have to wait two hours on hold or the manufacturer doesn't even return their phone calls yeah. or they don't even know what they're talking about. So when why do you think the there is such just a disconnect? Sorry, sorry, Bill. Or they're just reading off a, a, a computer screen. Yeah, drives script. me nuts. I think there's a disconnect because they are held back by corporate they are held back by legal because <laughs> nobody wants anybody to go onto the internet and give information out without having someone approve what they're going to say mm -hmm. some of the best information i get in ice machine training classes is when the training teacher at lunchtime people go up and ask him questions and he gives their his opinion on it he's like, like off the off, record yeah this is what you need to do just anytime you run into this problem just do this like, like, off the record yeah hoshisaki is better yeah, you know, you you get that kind of information. So manufacturers, they need to do a better job and they are out of touch. They really are. And they need to jump back in. They need to be better. I mean, so, I think they've just become too like corporate. Like well, I know on the residential side, they're screwing themselves because they're favoring giant contractors and, and conspiracy theory <laughs> time, but you have all these consolidations. You have all these companies going and buying up all the major mm -hmm. residential big companies, right? So now they're all owned by like three or four different companies and they have buying power. And while we can't get equipment, they're selling it every single day. They're getting it every single day. So these manufacturers are favoring those people. They're not being concerned about the industry's future. They're just concerned about today and today's profit. And making money. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with making money. We all have to make money. But – I can't tell you a manufacturer within our space, the four of us, I cannot tell you a manufacturer that does everything right. Yeah. And that's going to be impossible, but I can tell you a lot of manufacturers that do a hell of a lot wrong. Well, you know you what? Know? Like what manufacturer do you even know of that you actively interact with on, let's just say Facebook. Like I know Chris, you interact with some, but like you guys out in the chat, like are you guys ever in any sort of Facebook groups? I know we're all in HVAC Facebook groups. Are you guys ever in one and you're like, hey, so-and-so from Sporland's just popping in here and spreading the word? Or, I mean, Blue On, I think they, they're around doing stuff like this. But, you know. Yeah, although else? I just I just see in the group, I just see in the group, uh, Bill, I, I don't know if you've seen it. And Chris, I, I think CC'd them and they came in. Sporland did a little... Uh, yeah, someone was asking for something. I forget what it was. Conversion. So what about yeah. like what about this? And 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 again, these aren't my ideas because I'm down. I, Dustin, I let's do it. One of the other content creators said this: like manufacturers should have ambassadors out there. They should mm. have people that are on the payroll. It doesn't have to be like a full wage, but on the payroll, and they're just looking for group conversations so that way they can tag the, the the main people, and so they can become part of this stuff and see these conversations. Now, um, this is funny. R134A hole, that name. Um, <laughs> said, hey, Chris, did you ever hear back from that company after an eight hour wait for a callback for some controls from a few weeks ago? As a matter of fact, I did. Tuesday afternoon, I got a phone call this last Tuesday. So it's been like two weeks. I think this last Tuesday, Chris I got a phone call. Has fake people in the audience just softballing questions yeah, out there? That no, are like but he legit, it was uh, Bayweb, Bayweb <laughs> thermostats. And he goes, 
yeah, this is uh so and so from bait controls. I'm calling you back. And I, I literally said, uh, from two weeks ago, you're calling me back. And it was radio silent. He wasn't saying anything. And I go, uh, yeah, nice. I'm good. I figured it out. I'll talk to you here? later. What are you trying to show us, Adam? You're showing us your son's face now. No, this is, uh, <laughs> what is this? dude, it's my nephew. Oh, <laughs> What's he, he doing? to be on the show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's cool. Well, you know what? I can imagine Chris. I know I got him and the guys that are active too. Bill, everything, HVAC, Huseman, uh, Ty, um, Big Clive, whoever. They're asking questions. People are all reaching out. So I could imagine questions you guys all get, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and I like to help people, but it's a shame that they're having to reach out to me instead of the manufacturer. Yeah. Because the manufacturer could do them better. They could yeah, be and I like, wonder if this like, is exactly, you know. Like yeah. if uh, sometimes I'll get stuck on something, I'll post um, you know some questions up in some various fake Facebook groups, and I get a lot of help from from you guys, from anybody who's in these groups. And uh, I often wonder, like, if I tag a manufacturer, if I would get any sort of response from them on my probably specific not. question. Probably not. Yeah, you're right. Probably not. But it really depends on the group too, and it depends on who sees the post. Because there's a lot of groups that people are super unhelpful, and they're just like derogatory and mean. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. you idiot. Blah, blah, like, blah. If you have to ask that, you should just kill yourself. I'm like, oh my God. I've, I've had to learn just like, don't even get involved in those conversations anymore. Half the time, I, and this is something that Facebook has always been such a cool thing for me. Like, I, I appreciated when groups came out and it became popular. But now, honestly, groups are getting out of hand. Like, it's too much of the wrong information. Someone literally goes on and they give information and they'd be like, I have this problem. My walk ins icing up. Here's my refrigerant pressures. This is what's going on. They give all the information. And then every other response is a different, like, oh, it's this. Oh, it's this. Oh, I know. It's this. Oh, it's this. And it's like, none of those are right. Mini, mini, mo. <laughs> my answer to that would be, okay, if your pressures are this, and I would give them hints and help them get to the conclusion. Right. I wouldn't just come out and say, your TXV is your problem. Because you don't because know. You're not there. You don't know. Yeah. But so many people jump in there, and it's just like, I don't even want to get involved anymore. You know, it's kind of sad. I posted a, a picture on the... Uh, the overtime group, which, by the way, if for whatever crazy reason you guys watching aren't a part of the HVAC overtime group, go join up. Go check out our website. Maybe even buy some of our shit if you want. Yeah, It'll definitely feel better. Stuff. We need like an extra 30 cents in our bank account. Yeah, I mean, I haven't sold a shirt and I don't even know how to ship them out anymore. <laughs> but um, so I posted a picture of this uh, little, I don't know, even know what it was, a 10 ton rooftop unit that's like on a curb. Hey, yeah, yeah. You didn't count Mississippi on that shit. Was that enough? You no, did not count Mississippi. No, some no. of them, some of them are not like some of them. Then should don't be put four. them up. If it's not worth five Mississippis, don't highlight the comments. That's true. Okay. All, right. All right, go All back right. to that's, Bill. That's, you that's were setting a rooftop. You had a picture. So I was just like, I was just walking around a roof because uh, I hadn't been on this building before, and there was a Kroger next to it. So I went over to this rack, and I was just like looking at this rack system, and like, oh, I'm trying to figure out what the lines do, and this and that, and because uh, I was curious. And on my way back, I, I walked past this little package unit that's like sitting on a curb. And then the front half of it is Unistrut and like Kush clamps or rubber blocks. I'm like, oh, I ain't ever seen that before. Took a picture, put it up in the group. And like it almost, it feels like it went viral. Like so many people are just like, oh, that's dumb. Or like, yeah, I've never seen that. Or like, I've seen that. And like people are like almost, I don't want to say attacking me. They're not attacking me, but they're like, there was actual arguments in there that got started because people are like, what do you mean you haven't seen that before? Or, or you know, just like oh. weird stuff. I'm like, oh. Huh. There's, 
there's a lot of, yeah and there was a lot on your site as well like you didn't see it before i didn't see that before to be i've honest. never seen it before i'm like well, I've seen it. should i have seen that was did i miss that day of school where they're like everybody look at this and memorize this i'm like fuck i mean relax dude to be honest if you really look at it i wouldn't i wouldn't want my system like that because if you see it's off a pad i mean i didn't do it i was just like I, oh i, I never seen that before i wouldn't want to support <laughs> you it. know I'll oh, support a little bit better if I did do it. Back to the the manufacturers thing. Another thing that I just thought of right now too is, you know, I don't think that as these manufacturers have grown that they have proportionally increased their technical support staff to an extent they have. But when you think about it, when you when a manufacturer was only selling ten boxes a year, they had one person that could answer questions. When they went to twenty boxes, they didn't make it two people. When they went to thirty, they didn't make it three. You know. So go, Joe, go, 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 go. I don't think that they're they're <laughs> allocating enough money in their budgets to to have a proper tech staff. And let's even talk about this too. Blue on, right? Blue on, you know, if you guys haven't figured this out yet, like they've let's been helping people show, with tech the support. They've yeah. been helping people with tech support. They've been doing this. Well, they're pulling back on that, which I knew it was coming. They're no right. longer you, giving you, free you tech support. It. You said they're that pulling back coming. Yep. and 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 yeah, thanks, Susie. They have to though, because oh, they can't thanks. keep giving it for free. You know, they've got to make money. So they're only going to be giving tech support to people that buy products using their app and that buy from the supply house because that's their new their new way of making money is by affiliate links. And if you're not generating revenue for them, they're not going to be giving you tech support. So can't blame them. No, I I mean, you get it. You know, I did ask them to have one of those dudes come on the show and they were like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and where are they? Where are they? The- Come on, Blue On. <laughs> Bill tried too. What the hell? Yeah, yeah, we're pumped. We're stoked. I tried getting the guy from Vito on the show. He never responded. I love Vito products. I would love to talk to that guy. Mm-hmm. And Blue On. Blue yeah. On, if you're listening, quit being dicks. Come on the show. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, so, you know, these manufacturers <laughs> are the only people that can truly give the real information about their products. You know, blue on can do their best and they do really good at doing it, but eh, you know, sometimes they're not right either. Like the Dykin class I said through. Oh yeah. Was, I mean, there's always, and that's the other thing too. They need to have oh, better informed yeah. people. Yeah. So, so I was in this, the, uh, this Dykin sky air class at the HVAC excellence conference. Right. Uh-huh. And he was talking, this room was, big dude there's a lot i of saw people. the pictures after i didn't realize there was that um, many people in there holy crap <laughs> but so like the last day dykin like closed all the other classes and they were the one and only class for the holy whole event huh what is going on there minky mutu no that don't my mississippi's lost there. count i'll keep on going it's yeah going. Just, just go ahead and leave it on there man That's my counter one. is just yeah yeah my counter is just sorry somebody I just don't know how to count anymore minky mutu please tell me you're a guy Please, please send Joe nudes. He oh yes, yes. Uh, what is his email address? I don't know. Never Grand mind. Theft Auto Never mind. What the it's like Grand Theft Auto family. Oh, <laughs> that's not what I was thinking. I thought it was like something like smooth brown milk dead at gmail.com. Oh my god, you were talking about uh, technician bag. bag with an iPad slot. I mean, Vito has like a ton of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I think the one I just although I trade for TP the TPXL has one. Yeah, yeah, it does oh, actually. Yeah. Here's my yeah. iPad. My iPad was under a freaking book. How I was that Where is it? I didn't find it anymore. Oh, there it is. Um. So yeah. Anyways, th- during this class, they were telling all these people like blah 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 this blah 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 that, and they're like, our air handlers <laughs> come shipped with the EEVs in the open position for you to braise. And I raised my hand. I'm like, yeah, no, they don't. 
I'm like, you have to power up the unit and open it. Oh, yeah. Tell us about it. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Like Let's leave story. this on the screen. I am. <laughs> Clive knows because he's probably how, one of his guys. How do we make it bigger? It is one of his guys. So. <laughs> how do we make it bigger, he says. Oh, that's my what, God. That's what she said. Or that's what Minky Mutu oh, I'm said. I'm putting this out here right now. Minky, if you send me an email, hvacrvideos at gmail.com, oh, I will send you a link for the show right now, bro. Oh, my. I'm getting out. Send me an email, dude. I will bring you on the show right now, Minky. He's going to come into the show ass first. Yes, I will put you on the show right now, Minky. HVACR videos at gmail.com. Who is. Yeah, I don't know. Not just a dude, a bear. Hell, anonymous. We're like, we're at 20, we're at 20 Mississippis right now. Joe. Yes. Who was the guy? Wasn't that an Instagram or whatever I uh, contacted Blue on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, we need to get some of these people. Oh, you know who else we're talking about? Let's have Ty back on the show, but also Craig Migliaccio, the AC service tech. Yeah. Hey, is Ty still in the chat? Hey, Ty, if you're in the chat, blink twice. (laughs) He's totally right now. (laughs) Ty, I don't know if you heard this earlier, my little idea that I had. I don't even know if we were live when I said this. I don't remember. I was drunk. But Ty. We want to have you on the show, but we want to have it in sort of a different format. We want to give you the show for like, I don't know, however, out of 45 minutes, whatever, half hour to like have a little tiny class so people can experience your way of teaching and how much fun it can be. Hmm. Yeah, that's your boy. Good idea. What do you think, Ty? Blink three times if you accept. Do it, Ty. <laughs> Ty, I know you can hear me. You know, Michael, put the cheeseburger down and answer me. Michael House has some uh, really uh, important. I don't know how he doesn't get uh, like drained teaching all these people because it could be like draining. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, you're gonna see his style of teaching too. He's not just right. standing in front of the class talking. He's like mm. pacing. He's like running from one side to the other. He's all over the place. You know. Imagine he's- teaching people. Some people that like are starting kind of fresh. Oh, and man. we still need to get Nathan on to finish the damn goat oh, yeah. story from a year ago. So, yeah. Uh, what do you want to have Nathan on? All right. So, who we got? We have Don Gillis next week. We need to set up Craig uh, Migliaccio. I, I, I'm i sorry. I want to have Craig on, but we need Nathan. We need Nathan, dude. We All right. So, what do you think? The following week we have Nathan on? Somebody yes. get in contact with him. Yes. Nathan, so I did someone not send out the bat signal. Everybody in the chat right now, go message Nathan Orr and tell him to be on the show. <gasps> oh, yeah. This was another thing that they said at the Dykin class. They said, don't use wire nuts on communicating wire because the 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 data spins around the wire nuts too much. No, they did not. <laughs> and gets lost? No, they did not. While you may not have good communication, Spin the data around. is not spinning around in the wire. Around. Around. The information is just spinning around the wire nuts. Like, I think he was being sarcastic. Imagine, he was joking with that. I imagine calling tech support and be like, you got wire nuts on that? Well, that's where your data is. It's in your wire nut. Flip it over and look. Come flip on. over and look. I mean, at lost. least say it makes a noisy communication. Like, no, come on. It spins. He said spins in the wire nut. <laughs> it spins in the wire nut. So theoretically, if you put your mouth That's under the amazing. wire nut, could you eat the data? Like, what What are these you guys could. doing? You could. Oh, it's like a seashell. Everybody knows that. Yeah, we know that wire nuts are not preferred, right? But I'm not sure if the, the data just keeps spit. Like, it gets lost. Like a, a, so, a wire so nut. I bet you the wire nuts are made ocean. by China, guys. They're the made by China ocean. so they can steal our data because they, like, they scrap away the, the, yeah. the data from the wire nuts. Yeah. That's amazing. How come I can't turn this off now? There you go. Oh, did Ty ever answer? Is he cool with this or what? I'm sure we'll figure it out. I don't know. Ty. Did you blink? 
Did you blink? He's Let still us blinking. He's still blinking. He's like, guys, hello. <laughs> I don't know how when you're in these training classes, Adam, when I'm in them and 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 I hear incorrect information, like I lose interest in the Oh, dude, let me tell you something. I there lose interest class. and I just tune them out and I get out. There was a there was one class that it got uncomfortable. Like I got to the point where like I wanted to walk out of the room because I felt bad for the guy. Like I was gonna just gonna say, like, you imagine being that guy. Like maybe I, it's not his fault. Maybe he was just taught a script. Well, and, and the funny thing is, I thought it was hilarious because the class started off with him explaining what the Dunning Kruger effect was. That's how the class started. And the guy and was trying to explain Dunning Kruger to you. Huh? <laughs> he was trying to explain it to you. The whole class. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh so then he started going into heat pump sizing and like all oh. the information he was giving was wrong. Balance point was wrong. Uh basically, like he's like, you basically can't oversize our systems, they ramp down. And I'm like, Well, what's the capacity? What's the latent capacity? Do you guys publish the latent and the sensible capacity at low speed? He's like, No, but the water's really cold that comes out, and it was Myself, Alex Meany, Ed Janowak, oh, and a bunch man. of other super knowledgeable people in the class. And like Ed kept his mouth shut for a long time. Uh oh. And then he made one comment. Alex started making a comment, and it was I felt uncomfortable. I'm like, I gotta go. I can't <laughs> you got the douche chills, dude. Oh, that's the funny. Chill. But that's- did the guy come across like like he had maybe just been taught this script and he's just like repeating it, or like I don't know. Like, what was the gist? What was I the, mean, uh... the class was on sizing? It was sizing heat pumps in cold climates, and like he's giving bad information out. You know, like he basically was it like a PowerPoint presentation where he's reading the things off the PowerPoint. Kind of. So yeah. He's just like a talking head. But he people are asking him questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's so uh, he wasn't I, trained I have, for that. I swear I said this already, but I'm going to say it again. I have a a, a confession to make that. And I'm not trying to say that I know more than the trainers. I just get agitated when I hear something that's wrong. They certainly have more knowledge than me, than me but when I hear something that's incorrect, it just messes so me up. Here's a question a for, for you guys and everyone else in the chat. Is it okay to correct an instructor during class if you are 100% that they're wrong? Uh, well, and that's I was actually going to go there. So I actually get joy, and this is where this is messed up. I get joy out of asking questions to the instructor that i know he's not supposed to answer and what i mean by that like i'll be in an ice machine training class and the ice machine classes they're always the marketing team has always said like our ice machine's the best because you can clean it in 10 minutes well that's not true because it takes four and a half hours to clean so when i'm in those classes i love asking those questions in front of everybody to get them to admit and you just keep but that doesn't make sense. So you can clean it in 20 minutes. And then finally they're like, no, it takes four hours. I, here's the thing. A couple of people are saying, wait till the end to, to correct them, which I kind of agree for their, their, you know, their self no, and everything else. But the thing is, is it okay that you're allowing them to teach an entire right. group of people the wrong information? No, no, no. And, and to answer your question, it is okay. Now, in a polite way, you don't got to be a jerk, but right. when they're talking, right. you wait till they're done with their sentence and then be like, Hey, Hey, I got a question. And I don't think you like, I don't think most of the time I wouldn't approach it with you're wrong. It would be, um, I don't think that's quite right because, and then yeah. give a fact yeah. and then let them decipher from that right. fact. So and hopefully he's I would a good just teacher and raise he my hand and yeah. be like, yeah, um, I always heard it was this and this and this. Yeah. <laughs> I bring yeah. it up. So I don't think there's anything wrong with asking him. So 
there's a way to do it for sure. I think it's definitely split opinion. You know, and Chris Chris Young says it's a it's a professional obligation to correct them and make them feel stupid. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, you can't treat the classroom like a Facebook group. I know, right? I mean, yeah. I do put you. I do put myself in their situation. I would feel awful if you were up there and people are making you. You know, it would not be good. So how sh says the last duck design class he took from a local vendor was a disaster. He basically oh, took over and have not attended much since. Let's. Let's be honest here. I mean, spelled since wrong. Do you think that there's really any training since. that's proper at a supply house besides stuff that's put on by, you know, some of the big training companies like, you know, TEC or Energy there. Conservatory or ACA? Like, I mean, there's not a lot of good information coming from supply house trainings unless it's led by one of those companies, you know? Yeah, you're right. And you that's, know, the best that's thing something to do where is... the supply houses are messing up too just start coughing really obnoxiously in the middle of class when they say something wrong, but then like say what they said wrong as you're coughing. Um, oh, did fill out the survey afterward. Jason says Jason, uh, I had dinner with Jason. Jason is awesome. And um, yeah, he had a, I went to his a to one of his a to L classes. It was an awesome yeah. class as well. Hey, did you guys he see this one? Did he sign yeah, up? Just gonna put that yes. he did that sign one's baller status right there. Steve yeah. Rogers stands up in a class and says, you're wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, how can Steve you challenge Rogers, that though. when Steve Rogers stands up and is like, yeah, that's not quite Wait, right. I mean, he did it. He did it this year. Question mark, Chris. I don't know. Hashtag. Yeah. I, I heard he did it in front of everybody at the symposium once. Did he? Oh, no way. Yeah. Supposedly there's a video floating Ooh. around. Somebody recorded it of him standing up. Nope. Nope. That's not right. You're wrong. Put, put music behind it and everything. That's funny. Excuse me. You are being stupid right now. <laughs> I'm working with uh, supposed teaching things. Hold on. Let me put this on. See this again. guy's name? Bluron. BJ. Yeah. Or was it B-J-U-R-R-A-N? Read it, Bill. Read it. Come on. Burjan. I'm working with completely yeah. different systems. But if I was teaching things and someone was sure that I was wrong, I would like them to tell me, don't be a but tell me. Yeah, that that's exactly it. You don't got to be a dick, but I mean, again, I ask it in forms of questions. Like, I, I thought it was like this. And then when they say no, and then they give me factual information, okay, you know, I'm, go from there. But to have someone just say, no, I'm right, you know, I'm not going to buy that. You know, I think it be, would be really good at, like, interrupting classroom scenarios and correcting people. I think Clive would be really good at that. He has a way of presenting himself like not in a standoffish sort of fashion, but more or less like, um, no, I think you're wrong. And then like woofles just start flaming up behind <laughs> him. Like, no, you're Are wrong. you sure? Flames coming. <laughs> and he gets everybody's attention. <laughs> That's amazing. That's actually, funny. Actually, before we wrap this up, there was a question. Maybe these electronic guys uh, or guys who work more in the industrial, unless you guys know, but. What is a safe temperature for electron? I heard a temperature like electronics or cabinets or maybe like a chiller room, like that's not too hot for the like components or for electrical and yeah. cabinets. Like a breaker box or a, oh, a control cabinet? That's yeah, a good question. control cabinet. You know, I, I've heard a certain What's a good temperature for a breaker box now that I think about it? Yeah. Hey. I thought it was like in between 120 or around there dude you should see some of the breaker panels i have a restaurant that's like out in the middle of the desert and their breaker their main breaker panel with all the sub panels is outside of the building 
Oh, it gets 120 idea. degrees outside of the breaker panel. That's right. Hit by the sun. That thing's got to be freaking 160 degrees inside. Oh, of it. Wow. Have like uh, little fans inside of it. Cool no, no, they're crazy. just the breakers and the other. This this is a really old location. It's totally out of code. But 50. Um, every summer, because they have sandstorms out there, like you'll have no power. And all you have to do is go downstairs, take the breaker out, tap it, shake all the sand out of it, snap it back in, turn it on and it'll work. Wow! Like, they actually get full of sand. Like That's I'll do fun. that, and then I'll tell them to get the electrician out there to replace it. Like this but. is uh, so Chris back on that uh, where Steve Rogers corrected mm-hmm. somebody. He said the COP COP above one on electric heat is not possible. Instructor had UL listings with proof. Steve said they must have measured something wrong. I think I know who might have claimed that. I didn't know they were given a class, but was it an air handler manufacturer? And is there air mm. handler red? Question mark. <laughs> it was like because mm. I've had this discussion with uh, Ed Janowak as well too. Okay, they're saying about the same. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because it could. Uh, yeah. Okay. 120. Yeah, and and okay. someone said in here they can't understand why my stuff's not in special enclosures. You know, it's it's because they're just like out of code the buildings aren't brand new but even still they wouldn't require sand rated crap because it's it's only like a seasonal sand that we get it's not like we live in the sahara where everything has to but i mean even there you see the crap they work on it's not all sand rated so i don't know i mean logic would tell you that these men these restaurants would be wanting the highest quality stuff but they don't they just because it costs money their mentality is is on reaching coolers now it became a thing they buy reaching coolers. They're only meant to last five years. After five years, they're depreciated. They get no more tax write-off. Throw them away, buy a new one. So they're just not spending money to buy new, you know, nice stuff. Yeah. It's a race to the bottom, everybody. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. Well, I think it's time we wrap this up. Yeah. It's a good show. Wrap man. it up, man. It has been good. We had a lot of good topics tonight. Did we? Sure. Yeah. I don't know if it was any cool hundredth episode moments or two hundredth episode. I think episode, the best was... part was. Um, that guy's farts smell like actual farts. Uh, I'm really I, bummed out that Minky Mutu didn't send me an email because I really wanted him to come onto the show. I like talking about. He the, was asking. He forgot. He said, "Suck that." Ah, well, How we're all data, out of steam now. The data packets spin around in the wire nuts all night. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Adam, round, round, Bill? baby, round. Need round. to make an overtime shirt that says something about data packets getting spun in the wire nuts. Yeah, like that needs to be a shirt of some sort. Twenty-four hours. If it's still a good idea tomorrow, remind me. There was like three other ideas that we have that we I forgot have about. Them. To, yeah, I got them written down somewhere. I like but, the crayons one, crayons. Yeah, that's another one we got to do. Yeah, yeah I mean, for we sure. can. We already got like thirty shirts that don't sell anyway, so it's <laughs> more to it. There's a lot of Mississippi's. Y'all be good. Yeah, for sure. You be know. safe out there, guys. It's funny. So, I don't think anybody else has bought a Jim Davis shirt. <laughs> oh well. Nope. That was a that was a banging shirt. I just make those shirts because I like them. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, I got I got hat hat hats are coming your way, Bill. Oh yeah, they're coming right now. I was waiting. Bill is a very top secret beta tester of a new hat. You got it. It's gonna be revolutionary. It looks so different. You guys 
have no idea. As soon as I get it, I'll post. I'll post it on Facebook. It literally looks the same. <laughs> Start blasting it out to you guys. It looks the same. No, 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 no. I'm gonna just go ahead right now and say it doesn't look the same. It's a six-panel hat, guys. All right. I mean, try not to blow that out of your butts. It's a six-panel hat. It better be six-panel. If not, it's garbage. I don't know what it is. I don't know where. If not, it's Yeah, it's a six. I sent you a so, picture of it. You said yeah. So for like the uh, the bald guys in the room, like like the hat Chris is wearing, it's got a slight form to it, which is okay for me anyway. If you have hair, but like the six panel hats, it's it just conforms to your bald ass head, and it feels so much better. Like this hat that I'm wearing right now, like a six panel hat. hat. Got it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea what kind of hat it is, bro. So I just know it's that hat so i sent it to you and i found i found some other people to send the other prototype hats to too jason johnson's getting one and will speed's getting one so they're going to tell oh, me how man. those hats are mm, so, good i hope we'll it get some feedback thing. and then we'll maybe order them because i'm legit gonna wear it at work because my work hat sucks <laughs> so that's another nice. thing that i want to address quickly because i think in a lot of our minds and i would have had this for most of my career everybody is addicted to overtime so if you find yourself in this position where you're already so addicted to overtime that you don't feel like you have any bandwidth, then that's probably one of the first things we got to start to deal with is really get that down to where it's more reasonable. I and mean, it's easier said than done for sure, but it can be done <laughs> and it has to be done, frankly, for everybody's health. Dude, you got to make a short with this. Yeah, you totally got to make a short that. with that audio. Let's thank Brian Orr everybody's for addicted in to overtime. <laughs> yes. I mean, we didn't ask him to call in. He just called in just now. Oh, yeah. So 